Hey. <laughs> I feel like every time we start, we're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, everybody knows that just every, everything is just busy. Yeah. Our lives are just really, really busy. So coming into my week, it's just been nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this week, I've had uh, two solar cells. So yeet, yeet, yeet. Let's get it. And then, um, oh, we got money now. It's so funny. Low key. <laughs> that and then, uh, going back to the serving has been like ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. crazy because I'm like, I thought that everybody was like broke, but I think maybe people are going out with their stimulus or, oh, yeah, it's Florida. absolutely a stimmy. We just opened, so, yeah. but I've been like, I would you, I work an average of like three days and make like over a grand every time. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's like the allure of serving. Yeah. You know, like the other night I was getting like super tired of serving and I was like, damn, like I think I don't want to do this anymore. Like I don't want to be here. Yeah. And then I made $800. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't quit now. <laughs> it's just the fact that like, I think the biggest thing is cause I had to sit down at the desk job that everybody like strives towards, you know, a little bit. No, that's not true. People, people well, I mean, do like not you know how you know that. how people want like a nine to five. People are like they want a nine to some five. People, they want they want the benefits. They want the paid time off. They want the vacation. Like you know, they want that. People, well, I'm saying most people. I don't. <laughs> most people want that. that. Yeah, most people want that. So I've had that, and I'm like, it was all fine and dandy, but the whole like getting a couple grand at every two weeks, I'm like, by the time I get it, I've already spent it on with some of the such shit that I need to spend it on. So coming home with cash every night is just it's something different. It hit different. I know. Like, I don't... I mean, obviously, like, you know... That's not a thing every time anywhere, I, yeah. Every time I clock out, I'm paid. Yeah. I don't think about payday. Like, yeah. I haven't had a payday in, well, what, three or four years now? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you don't understand how much of, a, like, a privilege it, it is just to walk home with what you have already. Yeah, like, if someone hands me money, that's my money. Yeah. Like, I keep it. Mm-hmm. No one has to know about it. Shit's busting. <laughs> Low-key. So, I did that, and then um, I got the vaccine, y'all. Wow, <laughs> We're out here vaccinated. I did the J and J. Had some mild symptoms, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I definitely think that it's one of those things that you know you have one day of like maybe like feeling like crap, but it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna be able to get back to anywhere close to where we were before this whole pan- panorama till we have a lot of more more people that are vaccinated. So even exactly. if you are on the fence. Do it for society. Do it for all of us. Lord Jesus, I'm trying to be done. <laughs> I know. I'm like, imagine that enough people get vaccinated to where there's no more masks. My skin can clear up. I can wear lipstick again. Yeah. Like, wow. That and shit like, can be just lit, think about all the waste that we're creating using like masks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're walking down the street now, part of the litter on the street are masks like mm-hmm. i would say like a large majority of the that's why mine street. are like the cloth ones that i wash yeah i need to get some of those i've been re- doing the reusable black one well not reusable but i've been reusing them okay <laughs> the black ones fucking dead <laughs> the surgical masks yeah yeah i need to get some cotton ones for sure um lastly for my for my week my sister twisted my hair um i'd be having hose when my hair is twisted <laughs> I was out at uh, Santiago's with uh, one of my friends, Cody. We were just drinking and having, uh, you know, drinks and shit. A good time. And he, he like left, and there were some like uh, girls behind him, and the girls behind him were like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know I really like your hair." I'm like, <laughs> "That is so funny. How that's like having you like attract more people. I guess it's. I mean, it changed. It definitely is a different look." 
For sure. Did she just redo it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did did it look um cool when it was like pulled out? Yeah. So when it was, like, like curly. once I like take this out, it's like yeah, super super curly. True. Well, for my little catch up, <laughs> your girl passed her NCLEX. Was <laughs> 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 oh, that shit hard? Okay, I don't want to be like a bitch, but no. <laughs> but I had been studying for a long time, so basically the NCLEX is like an aptitude test, so um, you can have a minimum of 75 questions and a max of like 265, and like with each question that you do, if you get the question right, they give you a harder question. If you mm-hmm. get that question right, it's an even harder question, and then if you get that one wrong, they bump you back down, and that's how they base how, like how long your t- exam is gonna be so i ended up having 75 questions so i'm you proud of myself <laughs> um and it wasn't that bad like i was using U world to study so U world's questions are at the same level or even harder than the nclex questions are mm. so and i had been doing i had been doing it for probably like a month and a half so i had really felt like i was like i went through all the questions too and i was like at the point where i was doing all the questions that i got wrong to see if i had learned my lesson with like you know, whatever the question was. And so, um, I felt well prepared. Like I didn't have, like, I, I didn't go in like super nervous. Cause yeah. you know what I mean? I felt confident in my ability to like answer the questions. So yeah, I fucking passed my NCLEX. And so what's the plan now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with me? What is, I'm such, I'm like, people be busting their ass for this shit. And I'm like, well, yeah, I did it. I mean, it's just, we, I think we just make a lot of money right now. We make a lot of money right now, but I also just like don't want to work in hospital. Yeah. You know, my mom is in New York right now working with COVID patients and uh, she just got uh, permission to practice autonomously so she can open her own practice. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're still going to try to do like a med spa kind of thing. And so I'd rather like work in that setting and like for my mom than like in a hospital because first of all the money's just not there second of all who the fuck is trying to work 12 hour shifts you know what i mean <laughs> i feel you feel. and like you know how i am with like staying up late like if the shift starts at seven what time am i supposed to go to bed at <laughs> and i know that maybe it seems so trivial to some people but it's i just can't do it i can't i can't do it yeah for sure i mean it's crazy just because the amount I've been working lately is pretty much two full-time jobs. So it doesn't really feel like it. But the is not like full-time. Yeah, I know. So so, so short. I'm able to like get a break when that happens. But like when it's both, it's just a lot. Yeah. And then we have to like, you know, find time for the podcast in between too. So it's just which definitely is, been a lot. Yeah, which is why it's been mm. so difficult. Yeah. Just because like Robert and I also don't live like super close to each other. Mm-hmm. Like it takes me at least 45 minutes, maybe an hour to get to Robert's house. And yeah. then it's like on the days that we are able to do it, we usually have like someone has work after or something. And then we, we don't want to like rush the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's like, that's a horrible excuse because we could just wake up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying y'all. So, I mean, cause I mean, we, we, we get out late, like, you know, we, but yeah, like we get out super late from work, yeah. but you know, we're here now. So that's all that matters. Right? <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy the fucking episode. <laughs> does. Um, so, today I thought it would be fun for us to go on Reddit and look up some some different threads for us to do like a little bit of a 
send like what is it what? like a response to like a response mm-hmm. to like what people post so robert pulled up relationship advice <laughs> <laughs> and of course we talk about relationships so much on here i mean y'all love that shit and that's the ones that be that, that, yeah that's the ones that be doing the best so and we love that shit too we love that shit too <laughs> you know we all love a little bit of drama <laughs> So this thread on Reddit is relationship underscore advice, and it has 5 million members. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, we're going to just read off of uh, like each of the people's posts and then just kind of react to it and say what we do in the situation. Because some of these are like wild, some shit that I wouldn't pocket. even think about. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, <laughs> why is this happening to you? <laughs> uh, you want to start off? Yeah, so I'm going to start off with one that's a doozy because it's a little bit longer. But I was reading it. I was like, yo, I fucking have to read this. So the title of it was like, oh, my boyfriend, male, 25 years old, of three years keeps accidentally hurting me, female, (laughs) 25 years old while having sex. So this is a problem. So this problem has been going on for a while. And I just really need to get it out and thought maybe here might be the right place to do it on the Internet for everybody and for everyone. (laughs) Let me start with saying that my boyfriend is really, really sweet because, you know, that matters. He would never <laughs> intentionally hurt me. Maybe one or two years ago, I noticed that sometimes after sex, I had some kind of pain down there. And when I looked, I could see little cuts. Oh, my God. Yikes. They were very little, but somehow could hurt a lot and sometimes stayed for days. I felt comfortable enough to share this with him. And we agreed on using more lube or just paying attention to it being wet enough before penetration, etc. Unfortunately, many times he got so excited that he forgot. And then kind of all of a sudden already tried to put himself in and it hurt a lot. This resulted in sex ending and me being mad and having pain and him being really sorry and ashamed far too many times. Yikes. It even got so bad that I just couldn't relax anymore during sex and penetration became painful all the time. I went to see a doctor and gynecologist and apparently because we tried too many times while I wasn't relaxed, it caused problems for my pelvic floor. And now I can't even put my own finger in anymore. I have to go to... (laughs) You heard sound effects? (laughs) Oh my God. I have to go to a physiotherapist every week. This really sucks. The gynecologist told me I shouldn't have penetration anymore until my physiotherapist says I can try again. I told my boyfriend this, and we agree on having sex without penetration, also no fingers. But every now and then, he forgets when he gets excited, and he tries to put a finger in anyway. Ooh, that would make me so pissed off. This makes me so angry, because it hurts like hell. We discussed it explicitly, and also because it makes me feel like I can't relax and have to pay attention all at all times in case he tries something stupid like this. Mm. Whenever this happens, he was really sorry, but it apologized. He's really sorry about it and apologized straight away. And I really believe he means no harm. However, this happened many times. And right now, I'm kind of at a point where whenever we get in the mood, I get afraid and it kills the mood. I'm sometimes so desperate because I want a happy sex life and I feel so broken. I really don't know what to do anymore. What can I do? Holy <laughs> shit. So I'm going to let you go first with like what your thoughts on this so, are. Because I, I definitely have thoughts. First of all, I'm like, she keeps saying how much he's like, oh, he's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. But he just gets excited. I'm like. What is he you, fucking 12 years old? <laughs> if you know that the person that you're with, that you're trying to like be intimate with, the reason why you want to be intimate with that person is because you want them to like feel good. You want it to be like a feel good type situation but so he's you, obviously not caring about he's not caring at all yeah mm-hmm. he's just all about um, like what he wants mm-hmm. and like his overall pleasure surprise so. surprise <laughs> <laughs> the fact is is that like 
she's trying to like defend him throughout the message being like oh but he's still he says sorry every time he apologizes da, da, da. but it's like if you if this it sounds like this happens so many times to the point where it's a thing now it's like you're literally upset. caused a medical issue yeah. and for him to still <laughs> get too excited and forget <laughs> about it what yeah or forget about it and still try that means he's not taking you seriously especially if it's causing you like physical pain and you have to see so okay so there are um there's like this i i don't know what the name of it is but there's this like this issue that some women have to where like they can't get any type of penetration in and it's not caused by any trauma but they have to go and like eat like go to like the physiotherapist obviously and like ease into like penetration What's and they have physiotherapist to, like, do so according to Google, physiotherapy helps to restore movement and function when someone is affected by injury, illness, or disability. So yeah, I've heard of women that have had to go to like sex therapists or physiotherapists, whatever it is, and like ease into like, penetration because they have some like disability with like their pelvic muscles not being able to relax. Um, and it's like a real issue. And I, I feel like if he's hurt you so many times that you now have issues with your pelvic floor. That's borderline abusive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand that she may feel like, Oh, he's a nice person and this and that. But like at a certain point, it, like it's, st- it stops being about just like sex and it's about safety. Mm-hmm. And he's not respecting like the boundaries that you're laying down. And at that point, I would say that like, you need to end the relationship because of course, it's important to have, have like a happy, like healthy sex life or, what, or whatever. But you're already developing like so many negative feelings towards sex, sex or as a whole, yeah. And you don't want to like create trauma around sex to the point where like if you do move on to the next relationship, you're not able to like engage with that person because you're so like traumatized from like the past experience. And for her to say that like a year or two ago, she noticed this a year or two ago, (laughs) you noticed this, like you've been rocking like that for that long. And like when you first started reading it, I was like, okay, well maybe it's just like, it's just like rough sex, whatever. Just like talk about it. Usually when, um, sex hurts a girl is because she's not, relaxed enough Mm. or she's not um like there's not hasn't been enough foreplay yeah do you know what i'm saying i mean there should always be some kind of some kind of moisture going on yeah like but there's moisture but it's also like a mindset like you have to be relaxed enough and open enough to towards like the sexual encounter to where like your body will accept it because you know the the vagina actually elongates when you're having sex Mm. and so it's more than just like oh well like I'm what you know yeah. it has to be like it has to be your body has, has to be, to be ready like for physically, it yeah exactly so like it honestly like hearing this like pissed me off <laughs> like it made me want to just like smack him across the head <laughs> like what are you thinking I mean I'm I feel like she she should have smacked him across the head already yes. yeah. and like the reason why he's probably continuing to try it is because you're making it seem like it's not a big deal yeah. or like you're pacifying the situation bitch you're going to a physiotherapist you're going to a physiotherapist because your man has like ha- like been writing you for so hard like what yeah mm. too excited I would not never never an excuse no it's yeah. never an excuse and this man is 25 years old like you're not a child. This is not your first time having sex. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like you should be caring about what experience your partner is having also. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a one way that a man can like very easily make sex better for a girl is to just pay attention to like how 
she's feeling. Yeah. Not that he forgot. I said, <laughs> well, you better forget my phone number too. Gosh. Like, this sounds so horrible to me. I, I mean, obviously, this is something that if she wanted to, she could continue to work on with him. Um, but just, I also feel like there's some work that needs to go on from like his end, even more so than her, because yeah. he's the one creating the problem. Yeah, but I mean, she, she it's, it's all going to come down to like how much shit she's willing to pull up, put, up, put up with. So if you're willing for your vagina to just be fucked up and you oh. hate sex, then yeah. I mean, nobody else know, is going to change it but you. And I think at the end of the day, me and Robert's relationship advice is always going to be break up with him. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Break up with that man. He is a child. Oh my gosh. That pissed me off so much. Um, Yeah. Leave him. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The next one that I found was interesting. uh, Says that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I think all of them are a little bit longer because. At first, I was just like reading the bolded text, and I, I think the bold text is just the like just like the subject. The gist, yeah. yeah. So this one is like super long, and I'm just gonna read the subject, and then we're gonna go with that because <laughs> this is a f- ten paragraph essay. <laughs> um, it says I saw messages in my boyfriend's phone of his ex saying she regretted their breakup and wasn't expecting him to move on so quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because I'm like, that's hard because at one end, if you are the ex sending those texts, you're just trying to convey whatever you had in your you're trying head, to gain you know? closure yeah uh-huh. so then but if you're at the other at the other end if you're the person who is receiving the messages or no the person that you're that 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 that, that, that person's with you're the new girlfriend yeah mm-hmm. i can see you being like what the fuck like why are you is, guys even yeah. like communicating mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um i think it's normal for someone who uh got out of a relationship um that needs like closure to find that closure i think that's like completely healthy but you should find that closure before you get into a new relationship. Like you can't try, you can't try to tie up loose ends while you're like creating a new situation. So, I think it all the all boils down to how is her boyfriend responding to the messages, or is he responding to the messages? Do you know what I mean? So is it is it bad if he is responding to the messages? I think it just it's. The content of his response that matter because I'm like he's the I one he's the one that was a conversation about it he was point. the one that was ready to move on not the girl the girl is the one who sent that message you know so the girl is reaching out and being like I didn't think that you were gonna move on that fast yeah yeah I know that but if I'm in a new relationship you shouldn't be having conversations with your ex about your breakup you should have had those conversations already is what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so but if he if he didn't and he just moved on. And he never yeah, had those conversations. Yeah, so I think that, like, the boyfriend would be in the wrong, too. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, why... Or not even in the wrong. I wouldn't say it's, like, in the wrong. I think it's just one of those things that, like, he moved on, and he he he, he, he might have felt like he gained the, he, he got the closure he needed, and he was he got everything he needed from that, and he was okay to move on. But maybe the other person wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But you were saying that maybe he didn't have closure either. No, no, no. Yeah. So I'm saying... I'm in this in this overall situation. I think it's he moved on to a new girl a lot faster than the ex thought that he would have. Yeah. So at that point, in my mind, he felt like he got whatever closure he needed, which is why he was able to move on. So exactly. now this ex is reaching back out. So he shouldn't be worried about it. 
I just I don't know if I feel strongly either way. Like I like for, like for the for the new girlfriend, that's the only person who I'm like I can understand how it could be weird for her. But for the two people who used to be together, I'm like. I feel like she has the right to like reach out and be like, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah she and, can do whatever she wants. Cause yeah, I feel like he's not in the wrong for moving on. Yeah, no, he's yeah. not in the wrong. For, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not in the wrong for moving on. And, sh- and the ex-girlfriend isn't in the wrong for messaging him. Mm-hmm. But we, what happens, what next? happens yeah. next? What is that conversation looking like is my whole thing. Because <sighs> you need to have respect for your new relationship. Um, and if your new girlfriend is, she's, I mean, she's writing Reddit about it and she's obviously not okay Mm -hmm. with the fact that the ex is like messaging him about it. Um, but I like, like I said, I don't think it's wrong for the girl to message him, but I think whatever that boyfriend's response to that message is, it could just be like, if it's like, okay, well I've moved on. Like, I'm really sorry that we broke up, but I need you to stop messaging me. That's fine. But if we're going to, if he's going to like open the can of worms back into like the conversation of like, why did our relationship end? That's just not necessary to me. Cause like, I understand needing closure, but like sometimes you don't get closure and that's just reality. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes no, you get don't that, get closure. It's just like, and at the same in- time, I, cause I'm thinking of, I was in this position. So I'm like, uh-huh. I would want to show respect to the person that I was with before because who says that it ended on bad terms How yeah but you can you can show respect to them but yeah, by, but, res- but, by responding and but letting them know that hey like I understand that you like have these feelings or whatever but I need to respect my new partner too and mm. like not do this you don't always <laughs> need closure like a lot of people don't get closure and while that sucks I, I mean who are you going to respect more your ex-girlfriend or yeah, your new yeah. girlfriend no yeah for sure it's difficult. It's just cause rough, like, yeah. Because I'm like, I, if, if somebody was like going through it, it was something that I could just simply like say like, oh, well, things didn't add up or I didn't feel appreciated. Because you like, know, it's, it's going to be more than one conversation. Yeah, but I'm like, at the same time, that closure gives people the tools to know what they did wrong and hopefully do better the next time. Yeah, and I, I wonder what conversation they have had. I mean, if probably if we read the entire 10-paragraph <laughs> ten, ten essay, we would know that. Um, but we're not, we didn't, (laughs) um, but I understand that. And from the new girl's perspective, if she, if she really felt comfortable enough in like their relationship, she could like allow, not allow, I don't like that, but she could like have them talk and like be like, okay, well, I would, I would want to be with somebody who was comfortable enough for me to do that. Yeah. Have the conversation. But, like, you would have to be in a really good place with that partner in order mm. to, like, not feel threatened by it, you yeah. know? Okay. So, Wait, someone... did you read the last one? It's my turn. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the one that I found was, to people who ignore red flags, where are you now? Do you regret it? <laughs> they said okay just dealing with my own pros and cons list it's a long-term relationship lots to lose not sure what i will gain i don't want to just give up though after so long any advice would be appreciated specifically how things went if you were in a relationship that had red flags and you stayed how did it work out are you still with them did things ever change or you just learned to ignore them even more you want me to do this one you want (laughs) I mean, you're definitely the one who stayed for, like, red flags, so... Okay, so I will admit that I have been an ignorer of red flags. Because <laughs> that is not me at all. I see them, and I'm like... <laughs> I know, and it, it, what it is is that... 
it's like I'll I'll see the red flag, but I'll I'll make up an excuse for it. You know what I mean? Or mm. I'll try to like see the the good in the person. Do you know what I mean? To yeah. like look past it. Oh, but they because it's I think I have a hard time believing that your partner could really just be a piece of shit. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, you see the red flag, you acknowledge it, and then you're like. What do what, you, like? What goes through your mind? Well, you rationalize you, it. Yeah, you rationalize the red flags. And to this person, I don't think that you should stay in a relationship just because you guys have been together for a long time. Hell, I no. understand that that you know is something that bonds people together, but I don't think that's a good reason to stay with someone who you clearly don't really want to be with. Yeah. If you're on the fence about being with someone, you should probably just not be with them. Yeah. Um. You know your friends and your partners are the only people you really get to choose in life. So if you're not being fulfilled in every way that you need, absolutely leave that relationship. Um, so I, you know, I have stayed in relationships where there are red flags and how have they worked out, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking dead. So yeah. they've all crashed and burned for sure. Crash and burn. Um, People are not going to change. Yeah. And if they are going to change, it takes a long time. And they have to change. They have to be the ones wanting to change. They have to be the ones acknowledging the problem and making that change. Because you can't change for someone because, like, you're making a change to your personality is, like, a massive thing to do as an adult. Yeah, for and sure. And you have to want that for yourself. And then, hypothetically speaking, if they do change for you, what happens when you're not there? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're just like, this new person for for who? My overall advice to this person would also be you need to listen to the people who are around you because I told you a whole bunch of red flags. And when you're in the situation, it's obviously a lot harder to see what everybody else sees because you're wrapped up with like emotion and all that shit. Yeah. But if you are able to speak to an outside source and they're able to tell you, yo, you're wilding. This is not something that you should be yeah, in. This is toxic. This is sure. like dangerous. Nobody's saying that because they're jealous or they want you to be out of the relationship. Yeah. They're saying it because they're people who actually care about you. Yeah, So I absolutely. mean, you need to take the advice of your friends to heart because nobody would ever tell you anything to hurt you, you know? Yeah, and this person never specifically said that they did talk to their friends or didn't. Yeah. So if, you, if they haven't, they should probably go and like really like have a deep talk with someone like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what's going on. What would you do? And yeah. you can take whatever you want from that. You know, you don't have to do something just because someone gave you the advice to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't, if you see a red flag, just run the just, other way. Just run, man. <laughs> Cause like, it's not going to go away. It's, it's only going to blow up. Yeah. And then, I mean, my issue is now is that like, I'm really good at seeing red flags. Like so almost now, too good. Yeah. Now it's too good. Cause so now it's to the point where I'm like, is that, that's red. That's red or orange, or is that like you know? So I'm like, is that a pink? Is that pink? I evaluated like very deeply, and I'm like, because I don't ever want to be in one of those situations where I'm like, all the signs Miserable, were there, yeah. and you you just purposely decided to go the other way, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's my advice for that person. Okay, so there's this other one. It's so long though. I just scrolled to the end of it. She said, "Sorry for the long post, but I felt like this backstory was needed to get a give a bit of context to my dad's character." Nice. <laughs> Let me read you the subject and tell me if you're interested in this question or not. Um, dad accused of cheating on his current partner. I'm being messaged by his partner and the woman he's allegedly cheating with. That's juicy. That's messy. That's what that is. You like that? <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read it because like, that's like super juicy. Not, I'm like, not your child being in the middle of your drama. <laughs> okay. 
I'll give a bit of background story to give it a bit of context, which is sort of relevant. So after my parents' divorce, my dad met a woman who eventually had my half-brother and half-sister. He lived with them until their late teens, but had a rocky relationship with their mom. Anyways, he cheated on her with a different woman during the first few years after my half-sister was born. As a side note, the mom was quite verbally abusive towards me because of the close relationship I had with my dad and his family. The mom would eventually become quite manipulative and would say things about me and my dad's family to my dad to get a rise out of him. Eventually, he had enough and basically left them since he couldn't really handle the resentment from my brother, sister, and their mom. She's also manipulated them manipulated them to turn against me and my dad's family even though we've tried to extend the olive branch numerous times. Fast forward a few years, my dad moved to a city in Northern Ireland to be with his current partner who he met in Wales. And that's where the person who wrote this letter and her siblings live. For whatever reason, my dad decided to rent a room with a landlady to store his stuff because his current partner's house is too small. For the sake of simplicity, I'll refer to his partner as Jackie. <laughs> if y'all ain't know that's Brittany's mom's name <laughs> done. okay for the sake of simplicity I'll refer to his partner as Jackie and his mistress as Laura I had my suspicions for a few years that my dad might have a romantic relationship with Laura but never said anything because I love my dad and always will even though I don't always agree with his wait Laura is the, the mistress. yeah but is she, is she the one who's, who owns the, the home or whatever that he's in right now they never said they just oh, okay. said that um they just said that he decided to rent a room out with a landlady. Mm. It's seeming like that is Laura, but she hasn't said <laughs> that. I haven't said it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> However, Laura messaged me a few weeks ago asking if my dad is okay because he was supposed to pick her up from the hospital. I played dumb and said that he's probably fine and he often ignores his phone whilst actually phoning him to check if he was okay. He said he had been he hadn't been looking at his phone so naturally I was a little bit suspect. Earlier last month, so I yeah, I think Laura is the landlady. So just to like clarify, Jackie <laughs> is his partner, Laura is the landlady, and also his lover. <laughs> um Earlier last month, Jackie had messaged me saying that they had broken up only for dad to show pictures of them a few days later. Well, a few days ago, Jackie messaged me saying that dad had left her for another woman and that he often stays with his landlady and called her horrible but goes back to her. I'm assuming that it's been going on for a while, but I'm guessing that my dad is part of the problem due to his impulsiveness. I'm not really sure what to do when I have been sort of been dragged into all of it with the message them messaging me i haven't asked my dad if he's explicitly cheating but it wouldn't surprise me i'm just annoyed that i'm being used as bait to get my dad to respond to them and although i don't agree with his actions i don't think it's fair for me to be involved when i haven't done anything so basically i'm just pissed off at all three of them and i want to <laughs> tell my dad to sort his life out and tell them tell both women to leave him and me alone while he deals with his shit yeah, she, I mean, she said sorry for the long post. So I think that the whole Jackie person messaging her to be like, oh, your dad left me for another woman. I'm like, that's, I feel like that's out of line. I think on both sides, it's out of line because, uh, okay, I, you know, your, your relationship with your parents evolves, especially like as you age, it becomes sometimes more of a friendship rather than like, okay, well, like you're just like my parent. Um, but, at the same time, we don't know what her relationship with her dad is like. 
So it could be very uncomfortable to hear that your dad is just being a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just like, regardless, like it's one of those things that if I was in that. some people have that relationship with their parents. Yeah, but if I was in that, like, okay, so if I always put myself in the overall situation. If mm-hmm. that's me and that's my child, I want my child to stay in a child's place. So like, it's one of those things that like. You say that now. <laughs> no, I'm, I do though, because I'm like. There's no reason as to why my child, my children or whatever should be in my personal relationship. Yeah. Because that's not like, to me, that's not two worlds that like should collide. Yeah. Unless, I wish you told how old she was. Yeah. Unless they happen to be like, you know, obviously they're like me and their mother, you know, like obviously that type of family relationship. But when it comes down to like personal, personal yeah, that's, that's where it needs to be like. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think both of his women messaging him is inappropriate because like do you guys not have friends and then like don't use the child in order to like get closer to the father yeah because what is that that's just weird but then you know who needs to shut that shit down the dad the dad he probably doesn't even know what's going on so she needs to tell him like hey just so you know your people are like messaging if that was me that would be the end of all of it yeah once i found out that like you reached out to my daughter i'm like no dragging you from c to sign ec because you know (laughs) that jackie reached out to the daughter to say that um, the dad cheated on her or whatever. Yeah, so that she would say something to him. Well, and she wanted someone to be on her side. On her side, yeah. Like, don't make a child choose sides. Especially not with their own freaking daughter. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're really gonna, like, put her in the middle of that? I I think that that whole situation's inappropriate. Dad needs to shut it down, period. Mm -hmm. And those ladies need to just, like, find some friends, babe. Like, why are you contact... Like, and you know what? Those women are probably also her her dad's age. Yeah. So why are you contacting someone half your age to talk about what happened to you? Yeah, for sure. It's like, no. <laughs> Y'all need to go find some friends. Yeah, for sure. I'm so mean. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Okay. <laughs> so I found one that's very short to the point, but like fucking wild. How do I talk to my 28-year-old male brother... <laughs> about how his 25-year-old female is trying to have sex with me. She's a female. Ooh. So it's his fiance and his fiance is trying to hook up with, with his, sister. his sister. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Love a Pornhub classic. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm like, dude, that shit actually happens to people? Of course. But Are I'm you like, joking? All right. You know you listen to the read? Yeah. Come on. So I'm like, okay, if that's happening... First situation, is there something that you're interested in? <laughs> yeah, because, like, who knows? Maybe the brother was the one who, like, was like, hey, message her, but I can't, it can't be me to do it. Like, you never what you, know. What, what are you going to do, watch? That's some ancestral-ass... And do people, are people not into incest and <laughs> Robert? Robert? Mm. So would you, what would you tell them? I, mean, I think I would just be like, just tell your brother. Like, hey. Yeah. You Just absolutely. so you know. Sammy's trying to sleep with me. <laughs> Sammy? Sam, I like how you pick Sammy. Um, yeah, absolutely. I would tell the brother and just see how he reacts because if I had a He fiance, may be like, yeah, babe. If I had a fiance and my fiance was trying to sleep with my sister, that would that would give me I would have hella questions. I was just about to say also, um, you need to also just do it for your brother. Hell because yeah. like not even for yourself because yeah. maybe this is something that he's like, super unaware of and you're just one of many 
and you don't want him to end up marrying this bitch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he finds a woman in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dead. Yeah, so just talk to you. I mean, it's funny because a lot of these are just like, just talk to the people, but people be scared as fuck to do that. I know. I mean, I understand. It's confrontation. Yeah. Okay, there's one. It says, I found my boyfriend's hentai collection. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I'm like, it's weird to me because... I know everybody watches all kinds of shit on porn. We all mm-hmm. have... Even uh, though y'all don't want to admit it. We all have a search history that you probably don't want people <laughs> looking at. Yeah. But I'm like, where is there a, like a line? You know, like... Because to me, I'm what's, like... What's too weird? If I if I was with a chick and she was like, oh, I watch hentai porn, that's not like... I think it's because... Okay, so she elaborates, but I think it's not the fact that it's hentai. I think it's the content <laughs> of the hentai. <laughs> you know? Okay. So... I was on my boyfriend's computer and I noticed this folder he had left open. I know I shouldn't snoop, but I was curious because it was still open and I saw the thumbnails. Girl, first mistake. <laughs> Do not snoop. I am to the point right now, I won't even look at your phone. I feel uncomfortable when someone's trying to, when I, like I'm dating a guy and they try to show me something on my phone. I don't want to look at your phone because I've had situations pop where shit's popped up that I shouldn't see, okay? If you want to, if you're looking for something, you're going to find something every time. I know. Every fucking time. Every fucking time, bitch. So don't do it. Mm -hmm. First mistake. (laughs) So she saw the thumbnails. It was hentai, period. (laughs) I'm like, is that a big deal? (laughs) So I checked it out. It was a gender bend hentai. At first, I didn't think much of it because I figured maybe he liked the art. (laughs) What the fuck is gender bend? I think it's where a girl has a penis. (laughs) <laughs> at first i didn't think much of it because i figured maybe he liked the art but i checked out others too they were all gender bender all with pretty much the same scenario boy gets turned into a girl boy has sex as a girl boy decides they like being a girl better and they stay that way Ooh. what i've never heard that before all of <laughs> this is what her issue is <laughs> all of them same scenario so i know it's not just the art that he likes because they're all different art styles it was just the same scenario so now i'm wondering if he's secretly trans i wouldn't hate him or be angry with him if he was but i think a romantic relationship will be over because i'm not attracted to women but i'd rather but i'd be more than willing to stay friends and help him through the transition process should i ask him about this or just leave him alone and she has an edit at the end and she says, I just want to clarify something. I did have permission to be on his computer. He left the folder open and I saw the manga thumbnails. At first, I was just curious because I also like manga and wanted to see what he was reading. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after the first one, I did sort of go through the rest of them. Um, she's not bothered or angry. She's just wondering if he means his tra- if he's trans. Because she's like, well, this is going to like end our relationship. Oof, oof. Uh, that's how, <laughs> when you were like oh but it's just hentai I'm like I don't think that's the problem uh, I'm like is it is jumping straight to like oh he's trans I don't think it like cause you know that episode of Black Mirror that I made you watch it's that wait which one I remember the episode of Black Mirror when they were like playing the fighting game and when was the guy and when was the girl oh, he was actually in love with him yeah but he was in love because he was like the girl character and then when they had sex he said it was like better it's literally that yeah but he like but in real life the best friend was in love with him yeah that's true okay so i don't know where (laughs) you're going so like with like this situation is that's difficult so i there's obviously some sort of curiosity within it but you can't out someone before they're ready to talk about it so 
Um, I don't think that she should ask him if he's trans because if that's not something that he's like ready to disclose to anyone, that could push his progress of his transition back. You know what I mean? Because, like, obviously when someone finds out they're trans, I think that they have to mentally accept that they feel that way first and process those feelings within themselves before, like, welcoming other people within, you know, that area of their life. Because that's, like, a massive deal. And who knows? Like, he could just... He could just think it's like horny. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm he could saying. Just so be I'm like, I, I don't know if it just goes straight towards like the trans thing. But I wouldn't approach it in that way. Maybe, maybe just bring um, bring up the fact that like you saw like that there was hentai, but not, just maybe not talk about what you saw or like that you watched it, just to see how kind of how he responds, and then you can like play it by ear sort of thing. But I would definitely not just like outright be like, "Are you trans?" Yeah. Like, don't corner someone like that. Yeah, for sure. You know? I mean... People have to feel comfortable. Yeah. I would go with that. I don't know what else to say about that. (laughs) So, this is going to be our last one. We're going to wrap it up on this this question right here. So, this person wants to know, how do I break up with a good person? So, me, 23-year-old female, and my girlfriend, 20-year-old female, have been dating for almost a year, but I can't seem to stop thinking about ending our relationship. I feel guilty because I don't resent her. She's caring and nice. We don't fight. We're loyal to each other. But regardless, it feels like we just grew. We just go through the motions of what a relationship is supposed to be. I'm itching for a deeper connection, someone who I can talk to for hours on ends, like how my parents talk to each other. But we just don't have that chemistry. In the past, I've ended relationships out of a feeling of detachment, but this time I per- persevered through those initial feelings to see where it would lead. But in the end, I don't feel any genuine connection. I have helped her cope with anxieties and family issues, which had previously weighed heavily on her mental health. And the way she speaks, it seems like I'm the one constant thing in her life. At the same time, it often seems as if there's not enough room in our in our relationship for me to exhibit a full range of human emotions. What? If I express frustration or anger, even if it's not directed at her, I end up having to confront and reassure her that everything is okay. I'm walking on eggshells trying not to trigger panic attacks, and at times I feel more like a caretaker than a significant other. However, I cannot deny that she is an honest, loving person. It's just that I don't see myself spending my life with her. I know ending our relationship would devastate her. I don't want to see her hurt. What is the best course of action? Oof. This is a doozy. Yeah, so I mean, I can understand where this person is coming from because the reason why she wants to end the relationship is the reason why I haven't gotten in one yet. So her main thing is that she wants to have a deep, genuine connection with whoever the person that she's with. Yeah. And with for me, it's the same exact thing. You like, haven't been able to find that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, been the, and the ones people I have found it with has been kind of toxic. So it's like, I don't want to get into a relationship and then experience this. Yes. Because I will experience this if it's not that genuine connection. I'm going to be like, okay, well, this person's great. Everything's good. So, but it's missing. So I, too, have experienced this. I've experienced this one too many times. <laughs> this this is um, this problem has been why most of my relationships haven't worked out. It was because I felt like at the end of the day we didn't have that genuine like just ridiculous connection where it was like wow like I could totally do this forever. Like, I can never stomach the thought of doing that with. <laughs> Something like that forever with the people that I was dating. Sorry to the people that I was dating. Because <laughs> I know some of y'all listening to this like, ah! 
Um, and you know, once you have that feeling, there's no, there's no going back. Cause I would always be like, well, maybe eventually I'll like get over it. Well, no, 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 no. That's it. You just aren't connected. And truly you don't need a better reason to break up with someone. Yeah, for sure. Then I just don't feel like we have like that genuine, genuine of a connection. You don't need to have some like elaborate reason where it makes them out to be a bad person. Like they don't have to cheat on you or hate you or something for you to break up with them. Mm -hmm. You can just not feel like you want to be in that relationship anymore, and that's good enough. And I know that's difficult. That's easier said than done. Like that's difficult to. Those are the hardest types of breakups. To to try, yeah. yeah, Those are the hardest types of breakups because you, it's it's hard to walk away when there's not really a reason, an issue, an issue. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and I, I can understand not wanting to like put that person in a situation that's going to make them, um, like going to compromise their mental health. But at the same time, you got to kind of watch out for yourself too. And I think that after a while of being in a relationship where you don't, where you know, you don't want to, um, be, and you are constantly watching out for someone else's mental health, your mental health is going to suffer in turn. And you also don't want to put yourself in like that position. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in the end, it's definitely gonna be like a hard one. I feel like those probably take more time to like heal from, but at the same time, you know what it is that you want to do and what you have to do, and dragging it out any longer is no not only not fair to yourself, it's not fair to that person. Yeah, absolutely. And even though this probably will trigger some sort of like panic attack for her, I mean, it's not your responsibility. It's it's not your responsibility. Like mm-hmm. you can't. I understand wanting to to care for someone and wanting to be there for someone, but at the end of the day, like people have to learn how to take care of themselves too, and like you you can't always be there to help someone out, you know? Because if your relation like you're gonna spend your entire life being this person's caretaker and not walking watching out for yourself, and not to say that you should just like not worry about her feelings, of course, um, but you need to worry about yourself too, and this is obviously like taking a toll on on you and you're not having a good time so i mean let her down easy but at the same time don't stay in this relationship any longer because you you've clearly been persevering and you know the more time that you spend with her the more uh bonded and close to you she's gonna feel and the more guilty you're gonna feel about being in that relationship and that's the time that you're spending trying to like fix a relationship that just isn't working, you could be finding someone else who you do click with. Or like finding out more about yourself and like the Growth. reasons as to why you yeah. yeah didn't click and things like that. Yeah. But guys, that was our episode of R and B podcast. Um, uh, me and Brittany really enjoyed this, like you know, advice type style. So we're gonna look into possibly you know adding this. We will let you guys know. Yeah, make sure you guys check us out on Instagram. Of course, you guys know our handle is the official underscore RNB. My Instagram is BRVTT, and our website is rnbpodcast.com. Yes, my Instagram is going to be Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S. We'll catch you in the flip line. Bye, y'all. Bye.